0: Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi Dee Dee Lafrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is? Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know the dopest, coolest podcast, yo, yeah. Sharing her life, her stories. I hope you ready, sit back, relax. The sexiest woman is Bohemian trophy widow. Didi Lefrac, hey, ha. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's Dee Dee. This is San Francisco. Damn, how are you doing? Today is Monday, September 26th, 2022. It's been a very, very, very interesting weekend. I'm going to give you the weather report. I used to do that when I was doing this show daily for over 900 episodes. By the way, this was a daily show. Now I'm Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's currently the wind chill. Factor is about 45 degrees Fahrenheit. So it is that coldest summer, winter, whatever. It feels very cold. It feels very chilly. And I want to remind everybody that there are approximately 20,000 unsheltered people allowed to sidewalk, squat, and some people are lucky enough to live in their cars or vans. The city has all the money in the world, billions of dollars, a yearly budget to fix it. And it's not getting fixed. So I just wanted to start the show. With that awful reality, and I do want to let you know, San Fran fentanyl is number one, guys. We are the number one biggest liberal failed city in America. Bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. I left my art in San Francisco. Yep, San Francisco is an awful failure. It's interesting to live in a city that living here. Whew, I'm censoring I'm censoring myself, of course. <laughs> it is, as an artist, I have to say as an artist, I'm now like delving into the crazy and making art out of the crazy. So to use a stigmatizing word, it is crazy to live here because you can be in a neighborhood that's pretty feels normal, but it's San Francisco, so it's always a little unedged. You could get invaded by the dystopia or some freaks could walk up the sidewalk or drive up and start misbehaving. There are districts where it's pretty normal. It, it, it feels great. San Francisco, that feels normal, is special. It's magical. It is like you are like, wow, this place. I love this place. And then, like I said, you could uh, drive uh, less than a mile or walk a few blocks, and there's somebody passed out from fentanyl or somebody frozen in that fentanyl, like fentanyl yoga when they get a fetty freeze, or you could be in a store, any kind of store, Whole Foods, you could be in a Target, Safeway, and then there's looting, or a Walgreens, or just stealing, or you go shopping, and things are locked up under plexiglass. It's a very interesting dystopian rule. It is, it's really good for art, and speaking of art, I have been really writing my butt off now, I, I had a husband for new listeners. Thank you for being here. He was, he was like my artistic backbone. I'm, I'm a lifelong artist, but he was like the engine in my tank. He was my biggest cheerleader next to my mother and one of my siblings, and I could artistically do no wrong. I was going to do what I wanted to do anyway, but if Richard said, I really like that, and he said he liked what I did like 99% of the time, he loved what I did, and a few times he didn't, I did it anyway. <laughs> I think that's what women should do. Women should just like make art their way. Now, when he died, uh, terminal cancer, very traumatic. That's the fast story. I started writing. I wrote all these stories. I wrote, I have like big major books. There's this book I wrote, like Circa 2018, and it's a really interesting interracial story, like a, uh, a kinky fetish couple, young accomplished black girl, and a Vietnamese guy, and his family owns a chain of pho, not pho, it's pho, pho restaurants. Now, that book it's an incubation. It's written already. And I would get into these characters and I'd be writing these books and listening to music. The music I really like listening to, writing my romance stuff, erotica, Diana Krall. I'd, I'd heard about her. She's like a blonde a pianist. She looks a little hard, but she, you know, maybe she's a soft lady. She looks a little hard. She does this interesting jazz uh, piano style. And she also is married to Elvis Costello, who used to be a tweaker, punk rocker. Elvis Costello, yeah. Elvis Costello back in the day, put a pen in Diana Krall and what I'm talking about. Elvis had an album, 20 songs on the uh on each side. So he was real, he was tweaking. I was in the late 80s. Forty songs on one album. <laughs> 40 songs on one album. <laughs> so Elvis Costello used to tweak, pen out. His wife, Diana Krall, has her own style. And she has this uh, version of Burt Backrack. Burt Backrack, known in the 60s and 70s for writing all these beautiful major love songs for Dionne Warwick and the Carpenters. Burt Backrack in this song, The Look of Love. He also wrote for Dusty Springfield, lots of women, The Look of Love by Diana Krall, and she did a version of that uh, at the Kennedy Center for one of the presidents. Oh, she did a version of that for Burt Bacharach. The Look of Love, I must have listened to that song so many times writing my um, romance and my erotica. I love that song. That's a song that inspired me the most, and Steve Martin, the comic he used to write with the Smothers Brothers. He's a mixed media artist, plays a banjo, does comedy, does acting. I love Steve Martin. He has a movie, a movie, it was a book, a book, a movie called Shop Girl, about he's this older, accomplished, emotionally unavailable dude, and he picks up this young, you know how young girls are, they look great, they don't know how great they look, they don't know what their youth is, they don't know how magical their sexuality is, they're insecure, young and pretty, so he picks up a girl like that, I think it was in sacks, buying gloves, and he has this affair with her, and he's really remote and really cold. And they break up and she gets another boyfriend. And I was watching that movie a lot, also writing my books. I know I got off on a tangent, didn't I, to say three books are being formatted on Kindle. I think I'll start them with E, have them be eBooks, and then uh, print on demand or something like that. I imagine getting an uh, agent for one of my big books. Now, I have the big junkie book. Uh, The name is trademarked Junkie Apocalypse. Junkie Apocalypse is my big junkie book, and then I have my other book. I'm not going to tell you that name because that name is a trademark for my interracial San Francisco love story circa 2018 and my interracial, my massive interracial erotica. It's the San Francisco before COVID tore it up. The San Francisco around 2018 is marvelous and it's in this lavish book. So that's my story for you today. Now, since I come to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, oh yeah, I didn't even name today. Eh, it's just like Mellow Monday. Wednesday or Friday, I am finally coming out and talking about meeting and being on the television show of Roseanne, the famous. Roseanne, she called herself a domestic goddess back in the day, Roseanne. I was on her show. I know she had been canceled. I think, in my opinion, she didn't deserve to be canceled. If you can't, like, say some naughty things every so often, she got canceled. You know, hey. I, 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 and I'm going to tell you what it was like being down there at the ABC studios, sharing a stage with her. And I will give you a spoiler I like Roseanne. She was a cool lady to me. Oh, was that the whole show? Nope, because you got to hear the story. It'll probably be, well, it'll be Monday or Wednesday. Thanks, everybody. Hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam.